You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hey there, listener. Welcome to the Deep Share Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Rouse. And for the last couple of decades, I've slowly been opening my eyes to a very different world than the one I grew up hearing about. And the more conversations I have with interesting people, the more mystifying this world becomes. So without further ado, let's get deep. We've got science to celebrate! Demons list out! Octopus, baby, come on! There is rebellion in the wind. It will be crushed. Everything I've said is true, it's real. Dinosaur waffles? God put those here to test our faith. That damn lie, I, I saw them on my own eye! Did I accuse just drop sharply while I was away? We did it illusions, man! None of it is true! I'm not insane! This is mass madness, you maniac! In God's name, you people are the real thing! We are the illusion! Yeah, me too. Okay, did I hit record though? Record <laughs> on this computer. Okay, cool. There we go. Sweet. So Dude, I believe I, we're on. Zoom is cool, but sometimes it's kind of bullshit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, and I like I for a while I only used it for work and even then I was like this fucking sucks like I just I guess I got like the work aspect into my head like I only you know why am I on this but do we want to talk about how Zoom wasn't a thing until everybody got locked down so I bet you they have so much shit on people well and it's a Chinese company too, right <laughs> is, oh, it? is it I didn't even know that this, yes uh, at least the, like a, a from what I've looked into like a a, a Chinese firm holds a large portion of mm. zoom and you're right because what was the golden standard for 20 years skype, skype. baby skype yeah. and facetime yeah and now no one skype like i saw a meme or maybe it was a video it was like hey i'm the you know see it was like a TikTok, and it was just a guy he was like hey i'm the ceo of skype and what the fuck people we were there for you all these years and now just these fucking new guys come up and we're trash we we did it first we do it better and we're just gone. We're, we're fucked now. And it's, yeah, it's so what happened? What, what, what happened? You, yeah, I don't even we know. One podcaster asked us to do Skype 
And it was yeah, a me too. I was like, I have to download this, and yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> I don't even know how that? to use Skype. It was um, uh, uh, uh comedic cabal Jim. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh dude, yeah. He's 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 a cool guy, and but after we did the podcast, I haven't heard from him. So I yeah, don't. Know. It was a good time, and he's like, "Yeah, this probably won't come out for a couple months because I'm trying to like stockpile episodes and stuff." Yeah, so like, I need to just hit I him up and stuff see. to put out, and we haven't heard jack of anything. Yeah, he's friends with like Janet and and that that crowd, um, that crowd. Janet's the best. Have you talked? To <laughs> What's that? Have you talked to Janet? Yeah, yeah, I was on her show a little while ago. Yeah, she's awesome. I love chatting with Janet. She's great. I, if yeah, I didn't dude. have a mom, I wish Janet was my mom. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's just me. You taught me, Janet. Yeah. So, well, I guess we should do introductions <laughs> since we're we're recording, we're doing it. Yeah, yeah, we're doing a swap cast, right? So, absolutely. Might as well. Uh, and so, for our listeners, uh, we have Andy here from the Deep Share Podcast. Um, hello, hello. And and then for your and listeners, yeah, we're, you are we're the. the... <laughs> no, you, you were gonna set us up. You set us up. Come on. This is the Big Dumb Podcast with Buds and Kyle. This is uh, great. Oh, no. It's we got to like, go back. It's Puds. Uh, P, Puds. It's, it's a weird it's name. It's okay. Uh, was it Janet called me Pud? For yeah, a while? Pud. It's, oh, what did I say? I said P-U-D-S, I guess. I thought, you said, I thought you said Buds. Yeah. Which is oh, no, no, no. That would be cool. Buds. But, but, <laughs> Puds. Yeah. Puds. Yeah, it's I love that it. pop filter not letting you speak. <laughs> but, yeah, but uh, but no, no, yeah, that's uh, so yeah, we're we're the big dumb podcast. I'm Kyle. This is Puds. Uh, he has a real name, but we we were like, fuck it, let's do a fucking cool name for you. That's his nickname. Hey, See, I was one notorious. Those... Maybe he's too notorious for you know exposure <laughs> like that. My own good. No, notorious pud. That's fucking right. <laughs> um, that's great. I, like that. I never had a nickname growing up, so like you, you, someone. Like people gave you a nickname, right? Yeah, yeah. So I had to give it wasn't a good thing at the time. I didn't know that. Yeah, I had to give myself a nickname and it's just not as cool. You know, I call myself the rain man because my last (laughs) name is rainy. Yeah. So but it's like it's not as cool because no one calls me that. I call myself that. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, like I'm known in other parts as the rain man. You may not know those people, though. Yeah, it's like they go to big Kyle. They go to a different school. 496 496. So uh, so Andy. (laughs) Uh, I already love the energy tonight. I love where this is going. I yeah. figured this would happen. Hell yeah. yeah. We're awesome. all part of the same crew. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so tell us a little bit about yourself from, from what I've gathered. Uh, you're fairly new to podcasting. I mean, yeah. as are we, but like, I, I, when did you get started and how did you get started? I really kind of settled on like the name and the art and like got ready to start advertising and getting some guests on in like mid to late January. Oh, wow. But before that, I mean, I've been involved in like, you know, I guess from a social media perspective, at least just forever, uh, just yelling and screaming and upsetting people and making friends and family members unfollow me, you know, things like that. Even before all this started, I think I took a break for a while. I just decided to be drunk instead for quite a while and forget all of this was going on. This was like 2010, probably back then. But like, yeah, after I'd say high school was when psychedelics came heavily into my life and my perspective vastly expanded and I could never look back again, basically. And so it was all kind of leading to something like this. I just didn't know what I thought it might be a book, but I don't have the patience to write a book. I'm finding out. 
So yeah, or the time anyway, right? I can't read or write, so you know. Oh I'm man, right with you, right? Yeah, you're out. Forte. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I just kind of, I just kind of settled into uh, to the situation and started asking guests on, and it started happening, and I started talking to some really awesome people in the community, yep. and it's just this is the greatest community I've ever been a part of, hands I'd have down. To- I'd have to agree, man. I was just talking to uh, Casey Jones. I just recorded a show with her. Oh, nice. 30 minutes ago. And it was, I mean, it, and I was explaining to her, like, I would never, this isn't what I started out the podcast. Like, I, I did not have a, this is not where I was planning for it to go, yeah. but it just kind of mm-hmm. happened. And I'm like, I'm so grateful because I would never get to meet cool people like you or Casey and Missy and Janet and all these cool people that have become like, for like a sec like best friends you know yeah. that i because like i was saying like you can't have these conversations with people at work or like your buddies that you bowl with or whatever it may yeah. be few and far between like, exactly yeah. exactly so it's great that we've all found each other you know as as cliche and gay as that is oh the system um, brought us together through like mutual hatred and and i hope, I hope we you know <laughs> When the day comes, we all end up in the same camp, you know, so we can at least make it lit, you know, and have a good yeah. time. We'll starve to get the starve to death together. Yeah, no, oh. we won't starve. We'll, they'll feed us fine because they got to put us to work, but we'll have a good fucking time after. Yeah, that man, show. we'll we'll end up with uh, we'll end up with delicious soylent green made from those who didn't work hard enough. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Oh, dude, but hey, 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 let's not get too hard on this because, like, you know, manifestation and all that. We don't want to accidentally like make the universe think that we're okay with all this shit all right Dude. we gotta, we gotta okay. <laughs> synchronicities are a real thing i was uh talking to my my me and my brother and my parents have a, a group text and what yesterday morning he texts us and he was like man craziest thing happened on the way to work this guy like was being a dick on the road and like cut me off and we both exited at the same time on the off the highway but it turns out his transmission stalled and like i ended up helping helping him push out you know push his car off out of the way and i was like dude karma's coming your way man you did something for a stranger and literally 20 minutes later he's like my boss just gave me like a bonus today like out of nowhere and i was like that's fucking nuts dude like he he was even freaked out because i said hey karma's coming your way and then he was like hesitant to say he tell us he got the bonus he was like you freaked me out and i'm like dude, that's just how meanwhile at work i got fucked so it's like you know it's the it works in mysterious ways man mysterious ways you yeah, never know man. what's coming your way and it's true what you what you put out there is what you get back man and so you got to be careful like they say be careful what you wish for oh right they've said that forever and we just go ha ha ha, ha funny little saying but you know it's it's embedded <laughs> it's embedded in our language man over and over again like they it's almost like the language it's like not even the elites there's like consciousness itself on some level is like sneaking secrets into the whole friggin' thing it's that's what it feels like to me especially after like lots of mushrooms <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know? it's uh it's kind of makes you you know consider all those you know scientists nerd guys back in the day who's like talked about like the collective consciousness and and like the source and all that kind of stuff like there's there's evidence both in the esoteric and in the scientific to kind of back that up you know um and we're all connected we're all the same and it's it's like uh i think like when the radio was invented like three guys came up with it at the same time you know and it one one guy just happened to get the patent first for it but it like they were independent of each other. Same with like the wheel and like pyramids and shit. Like 
things just happen because it's out there. Like once you think of something, it's no longer yours. It's the collective, you know? Yep. Um, and I don't know what, I don't know what that means or what to do with it. But <laughs> like you got to make the best of it, you know? I've been talking a lot from the perspective lately of the universe being some kind of Russian doll, but that's kind of more of a poetic way to put it, but maybe, maybe better put in this circumstance would be like fractals. Cause you know, they, they, there's that theory of like holographic universe and, and that actually jives okay with electric universe theory as well. Mm -hmm. And this, and what's a hologram made from it's all fractals. And what's a fractal? It's just the same image over and over and over and over again, no matter what scale you look at it, no matter how many times it's broken into a billion pieces. And it feels to me like a lot of our ancient traditions are kind of hinting at something along those lines. And it's very weird. I don't know how to wrap my head around it either, but I definitely experienced those different, like almost like levels of consciousness or reality, whatever. Yeah. Psychedelics. And I hear the same thing from a lot of different, just perturbed consciousness states. Doesn't have to be psychedelics. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, even like deep meditation, you kind of yes come to some, some realizations, but like you said, it's hard to wrap your head around and it's even harder to explain to people, you know, like, uh, how do you, how do you describe to some, something to somebody that you have never seen before, let alone they've, they've never even thought of before. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like I've never, I've never done like, uh, a, a, like a God dose of shrooms or DMT or acid. I mean, I've taken shrooms before, but nothing like super crazy. Sure. And so like what, but when people talk about like, oh, their DMT trips, like they saw this, like how, how, I will never be able to interpret what they say because I haven't experienced it. Even if they gave a great description, it's something that you just, to the layman, you'll never be able to comprehend, you know? Um, mm. And so as I say that, why don't you tell us what you've seen in your trips and explain <laughs> it so that everyone can understand, man, come on. <laughs> well, I don't think there is any understanding really. Cause like you said, you really have to experience it yourself. It's all about direct experience. And yeah. Uh, I will. I'll, yeah, I'll give you some examples. But um, I think more importantly, the like taking a step back and, and realizing that there's like a middleman to everything and they put something in place of the original thing all the time. And I say they, but what do you I don't what know. Do you, may, what do you mean by like the middleman? Like what, like there's some like something let's in, call like, it a let's call it a mimicry or this community loves to say inversion. Um, you know, our grocery stores are filled with poison. Uh, our medical industry is not there to keep you healthy or, or help you. You know what I mean? Uh, money's a, a trap, you know, uh, organized sports is like theater for war. Like it's all backwards. It's all, you know, taking an, down. Yeah. right. And taking an original thing like healthcare, beautiful idea, ruining it. You know what I mean? Uh, a grocery store where all the food is ruin it you know what i mean so right. it's like there's this original good positive intention that consciousness is or puts into this world but then there's this other force almost feels like it's kind of like just slithering through consciousness that doesn't want to do that and and mimics everything and i don't think it's like a nefarious thing at those really really deep levels and i think we see that on a broad level out here but what my it's psychedelic like a, it's almost like uh you know it, it, it in like nature 
you know, there, there's a balance, not, there's no good and no evil, but like some things want to kill and some things have to be eaten and things, you know what I mean? Like a lion is not evil, right. but it just not, you wouldn't want to hang out with it. You know what I mean? Like that <laughs> yeah. kind of like the, the, the fucking gazelle is not going to be like, Hey, let me be friends with the lion. You know what I mean? It's um, all from your perspective and who, right. you know, uh, you know, what's the morality, I guess, unfortunately can be viewed more subjectively, I guess. Mm -hmm. in in real terms like it's only up to your perspective but i think people say that and then they try to throw morality out or something but it's like no your perspective matters because we've been taught to throw our perspectives out the window there's only one perspective you know what i mean right right. so we're not even thought we're not even taught to think in terms of our individual perceptions yeah but um, it's cookie cutter you know yeah yeah. everyone you know stamp stamp everyone's the same yep and that's not we're not born that way and by the right. time, if you do things right, you shouldn't end up that way. You know, it should be different for everybody. And that's why like we do a podcast so we can talk to people and hear their perspectives and get to, and share this with our, the 10 people who listen to our show. You know what I mean? Like, you know, those, they, those people might not have heard what Andy has ever, you know, something he has to say. They've never heard that before, you know? So how do it's, but it's, there we there are. We All right. Hey. Yeah, we try to get fancy with like new equipment, and we're too retarded to figure out how to use it right. So, but yeah, I think gotta jump right good. in, right? Are we still you just gotta recording? Jump. Okay, so you we might just end up taking your file for well, recording. This is, but this is still going. This is still going. So sweet. Think... Yeah, I'm still going. Okay. Yeah, but my audio software stopped. But fuck it. That's oh. why... no. That's why we have a backup. What do you so... use for audio anyway? So, right. I mean, I'm on a little MacBook, so we've just I record on to GarageBand, but I also started back because one too many times this happened. So now I just back up directly onto our board. We've got a Rodecaster Pro soundboard. Oh. And it, it saves our ass all the time. It's it's the best investment I've ever made. Oh, yeah. So For that's this, cool. Yeah, it's I fun and it does a I, lot more than I know. So, but yeah, uh, we haven't even learned half of what it does. But yeah, do those things are intense. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, well, let's sorry about that, in, people. But... Yeah, we'll yeah, get back. We had a little it. malfunction. We were fucking flowing. And then, uh, you know, the <laughs> was like, hey, no, fuck you. Fuck you guys and your fun conversations. Um, yeah. We were talking your about big, like dumb conversation. Yeah, <laughs> that's us. Hey, everybody. Welcome <laughs> to the show. Um, get used to it. Uh, yeah so what I were think we saying we we're talking about uh you know perspectives and uh, yes you were gonna i think you were about to go into how you, one of your psychedelic experiences and how that kind of changed how you had pers- your perspective i guess yeah i can- would yeah i would say just if you want a good example of like a deep dose at least from my perspective was like total body disillusionment at one point so that was pretty intense and what do you mean um, by that? Like, as in no more, like my body disappeared in front of me and I became part of the background. <laughs> and this okay. wasn't like a, uh, this wasn't like a space out moment. This was like a very, um, this was the peak of the trip where I literally became everything else. And it lasted for what felt like billions of years. And it wasn't, torture or anything it was absolute beauty and peace and serenity so that was cool and it kind of brought me back to a place in my life where now i i i see things um as 
that as above, so below principle with everything. Right. And it kind of reminds me of what David Talbot wrote in the, the holographic universe, uh, talking about all the fractals and how reality kind of just like it mimics itself over and over again. So when I give the example of like the elite mimicking good transformative parts of our lives and selling us on like a useless thing that looks the same, uh, it's, we can blame them, but I think, and I've said this recently on, I think it was with the rising from the ashes guys, there's the strings being pulled, but they're coming from outside the room. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't feel like it's just these politicians. And I think this is where people go into simulation theory a lot of times because right. it does. And, but they go off into fantasy land. Like I, you said something that kind of made me think we, we just humanize everything. We put our, our perspective on everything, including the things that we absolutely can't know a hundred percent. Like for instance, the simulation thing. You know, what's your, what, what do you guys think of simulation theory? Just to bounce it right back to you in a different way. Well, I think kind of like what you were saying, like the strings are being pulled from outside of the room. It kind of reminds me of uh, the allegory of the cave. Mm. You know, how, how there's the, there's the, you know, the people in the cave and they're just seeing the, I'm oh, that, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. And it's basically like, you know, for people just listening or may not know this, uh, you know, it's this allegory of, you know, there's the, you're, all of us are, are in the cave at the bottom of the cave. We're chained up, you know, and just, we're just staring at the wall of the cave. And then behind us is a fire or a light. And then there's someone doing like puppet shadow stories on the, on the wall. And that's all we know our whole, like, we've been here our whole lives. This is all we know. But like you can, but then behind that is the exit of the entrance of the cave that you can get up. If you can just, if you can, bring yourself to get up and go out of it, you know, into the light, most people would want to just go back to the comfort of the cave because they'd be too frightened or the light's too bright or they couldn't handle it. Or, you know, their psyche would just break down yeah, and disintegrate comfortable with the cave. And so there's, and they, that's like, they stay for, where it's comfortable. And it's basically mm -hmm. the story of the matrix is the allegory of the cave, you know, like he unplugs and it's too much. And the one guy's like, Oh, I want to stay in and like eat a steak and like bang hookers. You know, it's like, so for some people, you can't handle it. So you want to go back into it. And, but then it's, you know, who, who's pulling the strings? It's, is it the people holding the sign? Is it whatever's outside the cave? Um, or are they in the cave with us? I don't know, man. And that's like, I think it's like you said, it's something we can never truly know. So it's almost why spend too much energy trying to figure it out. <laughs> never know. Like it's fun to well, think about it. and it's good for like, uh, you know, to kind of realize what you're in. But how I don't know how to get out of it or how to stop it or how to change it. Like, all I can do is what I can do. Yeah, and, I think and, the best thing yeah. to do is just try to make yourself aware of the, the microcosm, macrocosm relationships as much as possible, because in a way it can really help navigate things and kind of rem remind you that we are all one and stuff like the idea of me fading into the background in that experience. It, it fits this perfectly, you know, Uh oh. Oh my God. Your beautiful faces are gone again. Jesus, dude. Can you still hear us? We can hear, I can hear you fine. You guys are coming through smooth. Okay. Well, I might just switch cameras because that's, that's weird. Well, I'd man. say just get out of GarageBand and see how it goes. Yeah. Maybe it's GarageBand. Yeah. Uh, okay. Silly GarageBand. Dude, I know it's like the most basic bitch software. Don't, hey, if you're listening, I'm going to cut this out. I don't want them to know I use GarageBand. I'll get so much shit. 
Um, oh, see, so we now, now oh, we. Yeah. <laughs> what? The I heck? just I just turned mine off. Okay. For a second. Okay. Um, weird, man. Weird. Okay, now we're back. All I did was click a button. That's weird. Are you still man. getting? Are you getting an echo or anything? No, actually, everything's good. Oh my god, I'm so sorry, dude. Like so unprofessional. No, no worries. You know, uh, that's. I don't think there's anything professional about us podcasters yet. I think we're. <laughs> <laughs> this is a grassroots movement and have you ever seen that movie with philip seymour hoffman pirate radio yeah the, and great. that's i think it's based on a true story of some kind uh but yeah, yeah off, off like the british coast or something like that they're playing rock and roll and yeah like we that. just yeah. need to pool money at some point and buy a yacht together all of us <laughs> a massive yacht and that will be our pirate radio or pirate ship that I might be better. Fucking wooden pirate yeah. ship with cannons, dude. Yeah. Fucking, fucking yeah. Absolutely, I'm dude. A pirate it. ship up against Skynet. This is going to be a weird movie. <laughs> oh, dude. We should write. Well, first, we should write the movie and get the, you know, <laughs> copyright that shit, right buy now. the rights for it. Um, But, and, and like, like you said, you know, I just, I hold my, you know, I, I just kind of, ex- like, we can't, we don't all have producers. You know what I mean? We don't all have a Jamie in the background or a Johnny. <laughs> That, that can that's just running this shit you know yeah, joe right. doesn't you know those those people who have like you know the money and the power and the the audience and the influence you know like you said that we're a grassroots movement we don't have the you know most of us probably have a nine to five job and families and mm-hmm. and things to do and it's like you know you do what you can man and i was just talking with casey about this you know i was like is am i doing enough you know my uh you know to kind of not necessarily save, but like, am I doing my part? And cause I, sometimes I get discouraged. Like right now on my shit fucking cuts out. I'm like, man, I fucking suck. You know, like, what am I going to do? And it's like, Hey, you're doing it, man. You know what oh, I mean? Like, I got I, one. Oh, okay. I got one. I got one to make you feel better. Okay, please. I, I need it now. <laughs> I had one of the best conversations. And I know that like you come out of a lot of podcasts, like that was the best conversation, but like, holy shit guys, like this was next level stuff with crow triple seven and zoom did something as soon as i exited the the meeting and it started to you know uh what's it you know decode the recording or whatever and Mm. it did something where it popped up with another menu and it didn't let me click it and suddenly it was gone and there was no recording and there never was i even reached out to zoom nothing So I lost an amazing conversation that I had with an incredible thinker and uh, it's gone forever (laughs) and it hurt like hell for a day. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. But think of all the conversations we've all had that we never recorded with our friends. And we always thought, man, it'd be good to, I don't remember what we said, but that was really, we really got somewhere in that, in that talk. You know what I mean? Well, That's kind of what got us uh, started with the podcast. You know, me and Puds would just be on like a Friday night, just, playing darts in my kitchen, drinking beer and having a good time and just have a, an amazing conversation. And by the end of it, we're going home, going to sleep or whatever. I'm like, man, that was the podcast. Like yeah. that right there was yeah. the podcast. should have. And that's kind of what got us inspired to just make it happen. You know, it, it, cause like you, like you said, we, those conversations, it's like, we're in an age now where like we can just record it and put it out there and, even if it's just for us, even if we get to just go back and revisit it, like it's, it's powerful. Like people don't realize how powerful like our words are and our thoughts and our voices. Cause you know, we just, we just watch the influencers and the, in the big names and yeah, that's cool too. But like everyone has a voice and like, I think everybody yeah. should, should do something. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
and it's hard to put yourself out there. Don't get like, even now I think I'm like, fuck, what if my work sees this or fuck? What if like my grandma finds this or like, yeah. what, you know <laughs> what I mean? Did I say something wrong or, or what? But it's like, you know what? Fuck it. You just got to do, you know, have no fear, man. Cause they, they, the colloquial, they like want you to be afraid to say stuff, you know, and you just can't, you got to just fucking put it out there, man. Mm-hmm. Like look at only fans. You think all those girls a year ago would be, you know, showing their pussies everywhere. I don't think so. <laughs> they said, fuck it. Let's make some real motherfucking money. And they did it, you know? Dude, yeah. I totally would. If I, had, <laughs> if I had a coochie and some titties, I'd be rich as fuck. You right got now. some titties on you, but I don't know about that They're coochie. not the proper kind, though. <laughs> <laughs> These are bitch tits. Bitch tits. <laughs> then, you know, oh, man, not to take it in the negative, but holy shit, I just thought about OnlyFans and, like, thinking, man, I wonder how many on there aren't on there of their own free will, you know? Dude, I mean, I think that's a big issue with like Pornhub and porn stuff. in general. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like, sure, yeah, it makes you think. Like, I'm sure some girls are there just because they feel like they have no other options, but oh, I'm sure. sure a lot are there because they have no choice. Like, they are not in control of them of their of their bodies. Like, some you know they are manipulated, trafficked, right. uh, exploited, and it's like, yeah, damn, it makes you think. And like, it's so hard because that's such a like a. It's such a pervasive part, especially for dudes, you know what I mean? Like growing up and, you know, that was like the big thing. Like, let me sneak on the computer or whatever. But like, oh, you don't yeah. think about it, girl. you know, sometimes I'm like, fuck, man, like you, this, you know, this girl looks a little too young to be doing this or, <laughs> or like uh, she does not look like she's having fun, you know, that kind of thing. It's like, yeah. fuck, man, it makes you kind of feel bad, you know, but our fucking lizard brains with our, our, our urges, it's like, dude, men are just, I mean. <laughs> human beings and sometimes you don't think about that kind of stuff you know but it's hard to resist. I'm, I'm married so i mean women are equally as disgusting <laughs> and beautiful at the same time you know what i mean hey i you know humans I, I, are gross we're just you know it's like mr smith and or agent smith you know you're a virus you know it's we're just a, or as bill hicks said we're a virus with shoes <laughs> you know oh dude it's uh yeah fucking you know going back to like, <laughs> the matrix and the, the simulation it's like are are do why should we see ourselves as that you know but also no. i think the beauty to that you know there's we we're something special you know and yeah we, it's a we've paradox. been conditioned to not exactly we've been conditioned to not see ourselves as special but really like we the fact that we can think about ourselves in that way kind of makes us special you know like my dog doesn't like you know question his existence every morning when he wakes up and he doesn't want to like shoot himself before he goes to work or like (laughs) you know fall in love and like have a family like the dog's just like a dog i feel like evolution downplays how special we are because they're like oh we came from whatever yeah you a monkey uh, you you know um, a fish something into something and a a monkey and then it's like on the south there's a missing link but there's a fucking missing link for a reason right because we didn't come from that shit that's not how we well it's like on that south park episode where miss garrison like is forced to teach evolution and she's like so retarded fish crawled out of the water and fucked another retarded fish and it came (laughs) up with a retarded monkey so and like she just goes through and she's like you're all a bunch of retard monkeys fuck you get out of here you're all like this is why evolution (laughs) and it's yeah those things like yeah i mean i think there's some validity in some of it because you can you can kind of see things happen like on a small scale with like bacteria you know like you can see it evolve like in real time but like i'm with the mimicry again 
that's it's, a, it's that, that it's that mimicry. It's that so yeah, it's a natural, real thing, but then they they do something with it that is maybe unnatural and place it in a story from our past that actually maybe it doesn't belong there in the way that it's that it's there. Because I would say evolution is a physical uh, uh, representation or like a personification of the the lotus flower, the the flower of life from from Hinduism and Buddhism. It's this ever unfoldingness, and that's another thing from psychedelics that I got was that like this plot that we're all after to uncover politically, religiously, historically, whatever it's, doesn't it seem to be ever unfolding two years ago, Tartaria comes out of friggin' nowhere and people start talking about it. I mean, sure. There was a few others probably before that, but all these things start picking up and gaining speed all of a sudden. And it just, it represents that constant unfolding. Like that Russian doll, like you peel one yeah. off, one underneath it, and you got to just keep going and going and going and going. It's an onion. Like, the onion, like Casey says that the peel, you got to peel back those fucking layers of the onion, uh, or like Shrek, you know, like there's so much more than what's on the outside. And once you, and it's like going to the colloquial rabbit hole, like you just keep going and going and going and going. Yeah. And the more you know, or the more you learn, the more questions you're left with. The more you realize you know nothing. Like, yes, guys, who is the the famous guy who said like, you know, I, I know the ultimate wisdom is knowing, you know, nothing kind yeah, of thing. Sure like, who said I don't it know. First, who said, I think it was so like many. Buddha or something like that, but it's like, sounds about right. Yeah. And, it, but the, but the, there's nobility and, and honor and, and truth in the quest. You know, it's like, it's not about where you end up. It's like the journey. And I know that's fucking cliche, but it's true, man. Cause you'll never get to the answers. And if once you think you have the answer, you, there's you, so much you're more you're, you're you're dead you know what i mean <laughs> you ever see the movie you, yeah. you guys ever see that movie shooter with mark Wahlberg? Yes. oh dude we were just, just, talking, just talking about, about that about the this. other day it's Synchronicity. a great um do you remember the scene with the old dude the old redneck where he's out he's like talking about jfk and shit yeah he's like he's like what is it mark Wahlberg's like what you know that for a fact he's like still got the shovel but like at some point he's like just as soon as you think you got it figured you're wrong and it's just it's always like that like we always turn a corner thinking we're gonna expose them for something or something's gonna get done but it's always right around the corner from us it's like the yin yang where like the fish is chasing its own tail over and over again it's crazy and you never you never get to it, you know, never and, get to uh, the thing. and that's interesting what you said, like something's going to be done. It's like, trust the plan, you know, and I, I think, <laughs> yeah, uh, New York Patriot, he just posted a meme on, on Instagram that made me crack up. And it was like two like Q guys with like Trump hats on and they were like in the gulag and they were like, yeah, trust the plan, man, like any day now. And it's like they're already in the gulag, like their life's over, you know what I mean? But they're still yeah. like, yeah, keep going. And it's like, I, that's true with anything, man, like it with life with with politics and it's it's backwards dude it's fucking (laughs) backwards and it's terrifying but it's fun and it's yeah it's it's a funhouse mirror filled with horrors (laughs) yeah it's like when you're 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 looking in the mirror and it's just never ending like you just like holy fuck how can i touch the one in the back there like no you'll never get to it dude it's always like like whenever you get like really stoned or something and you feel like like the world is moving past you as you're walking but then you're not mm-hmm. moving at all you know you're like things are getting farther 
it's like, what the fuck, man? What the fuck? <laughs> so, hey, but, before we go too much further, why don't you guys tell my audience how you guys got started into this? Because we really yeah. kind of skipped right over your background, and I really want my audience to get to know you better, too. Yeah, well, we kind of sort of said it so we would just we talked like, about how we like got started like you know just getting drunk and, and that's shooting. true yeah yeah but yeah, like about, what are your about, major influences like where did you guys come into this kind of thinking together um so interesting enough like i've kind of always been this way like my dad is a crazy person and i love him but <laughs> that's like awesome. my young age he was always telling me like you know there's like about aliens and like the world isn't really how you think it is and yep, and he nice. got me into all this kind of stuff and i kind of like resented that thinking for a while just because of the nature of my relationship with my father but you know i've kind of come back around you know more in the last four five six years um and so for me what it was was 2016 uh election night you know i was in a liberal arts school and theater with all my like you know gay and non-binary friends like all having a great time and singing and dancing but we're watching the election play out you know the night of and it becomes clear that trump trump was going to win and like all these people just like start bawling their eyes out and crying and freaking out. Like the next day they're going to be lined up and shot by a firing squad. And like, just seeing that, like how real that was for them kind of made me, cause I was all, you know, all about it with them. Like I was like, but when, then when it happened, I was like, okay, the world's still here. Like we're all still standing. So it kind of made me think like, okay, something is not right here. Like whatever, the narrative is, is not what it, what it actually is. And so that made yeah. me just go fucking deep and we can get into that later. But like, you know, Hell with yeah. Puds, with Puds here, like we, we became friends, you know, through our, my girlfriend there, him and her are really good friends. And I kind of stole him from her nice. and her yeah. from him, you know, so they're both, you know, <laughs> I keep them separate now. And like, I, I you know, but in, your own, but in their own rooms and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but I would talk, I would talk to him about this kind of stuff and he'd be like, oh, I know. Cause he just was never like exposed to that. And so kind and of, I, I mean, there were things that were obvious that I, I would question, but like not near on the level that I do now. Yeah. Like it's kind of this podcast was it like, it was my job to kind of like get good guests on to like convince him about certain things. And it's kind of been fun to watch him like change how he thinks and how he sees the world. And then sometimes now he'll like, I used to always send him shit, you know, like, Hey, check this out. Look at this, look at this. And now he's sending me stuff like, bro, did you see this? Like, look at this <laughs> alien shit that I well, found. And it makes me so proud. Like then the other day, like how we were talking about shooter, I had, and this is far fetched, but I just had this idea of like, you know, shooter, they assassinate somebody and frame a guy. Oh yeah. And I feel like that is a modern day representation of what happened with JFK. Like they hired this guy that was ex-military, but kind of like not really like already trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's, he's separated from, you know, all of that shit. He doesn't want to be a part of it anymore. And they hire him back to like, how would you do this? And then they end up doing it and then framing him. And I feel like that's exactly what happened with Lee Harvey Oswald. Uh, yeah, Lee Harvey Oswald. And that's one theory, man. There's there's so many, but but yeah, that's kind of how it's it's gone. You know, it's like I'm dragging him with me on this journey, and now he's starting to swim on his own. Like, you know, take the floaties <laughs> off. Let's fucking go deep, man. And yeah. it's it's yeah. been a lot of it's been a lot of fun. And and even myself, where I'm learning so much more than I ever thought. Because the more I do this, like I said, it just you keep going and going and going and. Uh, you hear new perspectives and I'm at the point now where it's like, okay, the information's here. Now I want to like hear people 
what they think. You know, I know what I think, but let's hear what other people think about the same information. You know, what are your thoughts? What do you, what do you, how do you see the world? Or is it flat or is it round or, and just like, what do you think? And I think that's almost more important too, is like getting to the individual, like what can they, what can you bring to the table? You know, cause everyone has something different, you know, and I, I, I want to hear it all. Yeah. Everybody's got a puzzle piece and we need that synergy. We need to, we need to build this puzzle. You know, it's, you know, it's really creepy. So you guys <laughs> mentioned, you guys mentioned JFK. So I happen to have a very special book right here. It's called King Kill 33 by James Shelby Downard with Michael A. Hoffman, the second helping out. Um, okay. Now that book describes the beginning parts of a very, very creepy initiation and ritual process from a magical standpoint, um, mm -hmm. from what these authors claim to be Masonic sorcery. But now I, I, I'm so the, the Mason thing is so convoluted. So I don't even want to go down there. But this idea that they have and now I'm, <laughs> I'm forgetting why I brought this up, <laughs> but JFK. well, yeah, JFK specifically, like the theory basically is that this was a ritual to build us up really, really big to give us this hero on a platform and then completely remove him in a public setting in this absolutely horrific way. And you guys seem close to my age. I'm like, my parents told me that everybody was in the streets holding each other and crying. The whole world came to a stop, at least from my parents' perspective. Yeah. And that was, that was the assassination. That was the killing of the king. And he goes, this book is insane. And you can't get it in many places, but I recommend seeking it out. Um, yeah. He goes Almost into this... Like it's like a ritual, like the yes. an occult, occult ritual to yeah, like suck our energy. Yeah. And this aspect that's happening now, and actually Hoffman just came out with this book, Twilight Language, which is a sequel to his 2001 book, uh, Secret Societies and Psychological Warfare. These Ooh. books reveal something that I feel and from what I'm gathering, when I ask and I look around, not a lot of people tend to really have looked into far into revelation of the method. But when mm -hmm. you do, it's very creepy because it kind of puts us in a position where all the exposure that we do is exactly what they want. And it's actually not secrecy that they want. And we're in, like, I would say the Bible describes this process, which is revelation. And it's kind of right. a revealing of the plan. So we were, this is where I was coming from. I'm sorry. This is why I got confused. I forgot where I was coming from originally, the puzzle. So, yeah. you know, that puzzle or that story about a puzzle that this old woman is, is building in her living room or whatever. And it's stormy outside and she's all by herself. And the further into the puzzle she goes, she realizes that she's building the room that she's in and she's building herself into the puzzle and the last piece finally goes in and it's this horrible face in the window it's like once you've built oh, the puzzle it's already too late and that's kind of what revelation of the method is supposed to be about this sick masturbatory arrogance of us 
of them bathing themselves in our knowing what they've done to us and what what we've done to ourselves because of their amazing trickery it's really fucked up and dark and creepy as hell. i got fucking goosebumps like I, <laughs> yeah, that's that was... that's because that's kind of what it goes back to like at the end of the day you're like they don't give a shit like the powers that be like they are proud of this you know like oh yeah they they love what's happening and they love that we know that's like that some of us know and that the rest just fucking go along with it you know it's like mimicry for most mockery for some of us yeah you know what i mean it's mockery it's them sticking their tongues out at us and then turning around and pretending to be nice to everybody else yeah well and you see you see it like we're seeing it now like you look at even like a like you know to like a, a politician i guess like they'll be on a news conference with like a hot mic and the camera before they actually go live. And they're like, Oh, we should put our masks on, you know, cause we're like, it's political theater. Ha 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 ha. Right, and then right. they put the mask, and then they're like, all. No. Oh shit. You guys froze up. Have to walk down. Oh, oh you there? there you are. You're back. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. So what the you, matrix I... is trying to destroy us gentlemen. Or just my Every shitty episode, internet. Man. Well, it's talking about <laughs> speaking of synchronicity, on the last podcast I was on, I was having internet issues. And then just now, but while I was on the last podcast, the fucking internet sales guy from a competing company oh, yeah, knocked yeah. on my door and my girlfriend signed us up for new internet. And I'm like, holy Did you, crap. He sold her on it? Yeah. So, I mean, uh, I guess we're getting new internet tomorrow. Maybe a good thing. But, but yeah. Uh, it, yes, our interruptions worked. He signed up for our new plan. Dude, that's where my fucking dude, head goes. I'm not answering that. I'm that's not. where my head goes, man. Did you I'm ask just... her if he glitched out a couple times? <laughs> well, I she showed me his business card. I'm like, oh, he's good. As soon as he opened the door. Yeah, he's an attractive man. That, sure. um, oh, God damn it. It happened it's again. It's like fucking. Oh, my God. Oh. Something's popping. It's Zoom. Um, Zoom, it's like Zoomy, Zoomy. what your dad says, you know, selling roofs, you know, like, yeah, if you know, uh, if you know if it's an old lady, you go in with a tight shirt, and if you know if it's a dude, you go in polo dressed up. <laughs> Let me try this one more time. God damn it, as soon as we get on a flow, man, I don't know what's uh it's, going yeah, on. It's, yeah, it's, it's, the matrix. it's the matrix. Let's try this, you know, unplug, replug. You know, yeah, have turn, you tried? Turn, hey, it, turn, hey, turn it always works that way, it really does. There we go. God damn, dude. What the All hell? All right. What oh, the hell? oh, except I can, I can hear, myself. hear myself. Oh, yep, I got it. It's Woo! Zoom. There we go. Uh, so, you know what's funny? Just real quick, I hope, oh man, I shouldn't interrupt us because we were in a good flow. But just a shout out to a podcast I love called Blurry Photos. They were one of the first podcasts I ever listened to, all about paranormal stuff. And uh, they would torture each other if a, if a listener wrote in and called them out on something that they got totally wrong, they would have to go into what was called the penalty box. And you literally had to go in with monitors on and like say an entire song's worth of lyrics or something like that, or, you know, something really difficult to say while hearing yourself delayed the whole time. And it would oh, come out yeah. like they sounded drunk as hell the whole time. Oh, Dude, God. There priceless. Was an, there was an app, uh, exactly that. It came out in college and we used to just, screw with it for fun like you would put <laughs> headphones in and you would just talk and it would play your shit back late and you you fuck you up yeah you yeah. have to like 
focus, Inner like focus, tune it out. Dude, yeah, you have to tune it out or you cannot speak. So it's what weird. we're going to have to do is, I mean, I have, I'll have a clean audio file on this, but you'll just have to send us the video if that's okay. Cause it's sure. Cool. Yeah. I got the but, whole thing, you know, and cool. it, it'll I'm be not... easy if you want to like cut out some crappy parts that were just like, ah, oh, how do we, what's going on? No, see, I th- I, that's what I feel like makes it authentic. You know yeah. what I mean? We've, we don't yeah, edit. Sure. I, we I, it out at there. the beginning <laughs> of our podcast, like we'd have people on or, we, we, you know, would incriminate ourselves or just like give people's ad, you know, just like stupid shit like that. Like your mother's maiden name in the last four digits of your social yeah. on the pot. And I'd have to edit that shit out. But I'm like, dude, I can't. We just got to know but what we can't say and then go one, from there. Yeah. Well, aside you from those, we, those episodes were like bullshit anyway. We were figuring it out, having fun. You yeah. Know, yeah. Like, I was lucky. I had like a trial run. I had a trial run with a friend. Uh, like a year earlier where we kind of tried to start a podcast, but we were, we were in different places and it just didn't work out. But like, I kind of got a little bit of the jitters out of, out of the way. I kind of got used to being behind a mic for a few episodes, but that was it. It was just a few, few episodes, but this was, this is different. This is, I I have a community. I reserve the right to like change the podcast at any time. Like if I'm like, fuck it, it's not working rebrand yeah. everything just like because yeah. why not you can you know what i mean, I mean you don't yeah, have, you're you, not married to it you know yeah we don't owe anybody anything this is this is our our, our little adventure yeah yeah you know? i agree man and this is up, only the uh, beginning i think like i i don't want to just do a podcast i mean shit we've found a community um people are already utilizing it to like put festivals together and stuff like that shout out to truthzilla yeah. they did one out in oregon and it was awesome I didn't get to go, but I, it was, it looked awesome, you know? Yeah. And more like, people are that. thinking about doing like stuff that. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like a, the no agenda meetups, you know, yeah. where they, the fans get together and, you know, share good times, you know what I mean? Where it's all, you can all just, you know, no triggering. And um, I think it's important. I, and I, I love, I'd love to do something like that. Like I want to get a big discord going on. So like all our fans can get together yeah. and we can yeah. drop in and like do because you can do podcasts right from Discord. There's so much you can do, and oh yeah, um, it sucks that we're all so far away. You know that we yeah. One, I hope one day we'll all be able to get together and have a beer. You know, like sure. I where, wanna, where are you located? I'm over on the east coast in Massachusetts currently. Okay, okay. I'm trying to move north eventually. Like New Not Hampshire, too far north. Yeah, New Hampshire region because we don't want to go too far north because we're also gardeners. We're you know doing the whole growing our own food thing, and we want. Awesome. lots of land that's what my goal is i want land i want to be able to grow as much as i want you know that's nice. important dude yeah. uh we've gotten away from that as a society absolutely yeah. um, well they push us away from it and it's like the now, grocery store thing yeah yeah they, they, yeah a nice lawn not a garden you know like that's what everybody like yeah america well uh shit that that tinfoil hat podcast they were talking about like there's more 70 million acres of lawn or some shit. there's more lawn than there is farmland you know like there's more like acreage of like front yards than there is of like farmland and it's like that's ridiculous yeah you know you could utilize that yeah and if we did there would be no hunger issues anyway yeah it makes it's sense too, because in the same way, there's like football, baseball, hockey, basketball everywhere. These super competitive sports, you don't really see like cooperative frisbee anywhere. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> nothing or, good. It's yeah. always overshadowed by the shit. Yeah, <laughs> but professional disc golf is uh making its way, man. So it's awesome. So is cornhole, dude. That shit's getting oh, yeah. Corn- hot. Cornhole and professional professional disc golf is getting big quick. That's yeah. nuts. What about can jam? 
Have you guys ever seen Can Jam? Dude, you will love it. You need to buy Can Jam. It's like 20 bucks at a Walmart or a Costco. And basically it's two barrels with slits in the front, big enough for Frisbees. And you have these rules where you go back and forth with other teammates and shit. And you try to like get it in the the freaking barrel and it sounds silly, but it's fucking amazing. Well, dude, it's like, that's like, it's beers, uh, beersby. Have you ever played beersby? No, but we do play beer in hand with, with, uh, you know, uh, can jam quite often. Makes yeah. It I mean, better. That, that's, yeah, that's how you have to play beersby too. So it's, there's two posts on either side and each it's a team of two. You're on either side. Um, and the goal is you throw and there's a beer bottle on top of the post. So oh, if you, okay, yeah, I have if you hit that. the bottle off. It's like three points. But if you catch the bottle and catch the Frisbee, uh, it cancels out. Huh. Or if you like just catch the Frisbee, that's one point less. So they only get two points or whatever. But you have to play with a beer in hand. So you only have one hand to like catch. catch. So oh, okay. one player has to catch the beer bottle while one's trying to catch the Frisbee. And like, and it, it's that sounds it's, like a mess. It's yeah. super fun, though, especially <laughs> when you get. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, oh, dude, yeah. I mean, kind of I guess kind of getting back to like that revelation of the method and yeah. you have one unheard message hi i was calling current the influencer marketing platform but i think i just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast well anyways i was calling current because i was told they could help get my brand set up on tiktok shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow. <laughs> I could really use Current. <laughs> I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. I think, like, like this past year, think about how many, quote-unquote, normies have kind of Come a, become aware of the of the fucking lies and the and the bullshit that that we're succumbed to. I mean, right. they're and but the, and like we said, these people are laughing at us. Like they know that we know it's all bullshit. Yet people listen anyway and still do what they're gonna do. And like, what are your thoughts on that? Like with this past yeah. year, with I mean, with everything, not just the pandemic or the. I mean, everything that we've that we've seen come to light. I think my newest questions are, is revelation of method, um, does it even encapsulate us? Or is that something that we will be standing there the whole time aware of and able to possibly get ahead of and do something about? I don't know. It feels to me like even us, the best diggers in the business, you know what I mean? We're all digging for the truth. I think all of us are going to unfortunately eventually get to a point where we succumb to it at some point. I don't, I don't know how it works, but this past year has been 
so much proof of revelation of method because look conspiracy podcasts certain ones are like within the top 50 podcasts in america week after week like there was rogan years ago before before anyone even had a glimmer of thought that like oh he's controlled opposition or something like just, no like just he was a comedian questioning everything he was number one pretty fast you know what i mean it was crazy but like that's happening in our community too like people are getting a lot of crazy numbers from a lot of so it's like it's a huge demographic suddenly and yeah. sure we can say that on one level the Trump situation uh, escalated one part of society in that, in that measure. Um, but then there's other routes that you can take that like, you know, people that are into the ancient alien shows and, and new age stuff and Gaia and all that, like they've been talking about this age of Aquarius and how the dates are all screwed up in 2012 was this. Blah, blah, blah. So it's in every arena that any of us like to look into it's being revealed. It's all coming out. Yeah. And I can't remember exactly where I, I, my friend and I were talking about this. I can't remember where he had it sourced, but it was like something about the Rosicrucians, something about every 88 years, the book is open. Like as a metaphor, I remember right. us talking about that being in a book somewhere as regarded for society, like a cycle in some way where there's a, an opening where it's all revealed. I, I don't know exactly anything about it. I mean, I can see it, that. Yeah, I, I just don't know what to make of where this is going because while, we're, while most of us are looking at certain things coming out into our community and are, we're able to share it with everybody, like uh, you know, videos of doctors saying things like that. We're like, oh my God, this is great proof. This is this, this is that. And we're sending it off as we, as we do that with this in the back of my head, I'm always like, what exactly are we doing? And what are we a part of here? Like, where is this taking us? I don't yeah. know. Why is this becoming so easy to do? And I know that that might be a little pessimistic, but when you attach it to quite a bit of literature with a lot of source material, it's pretty scary. Yeah. I mean, even like Bill Cooper, like behold the pale horse, dude, like, that's they, here too he even says <laughs> like they uh, he even says a lot of the things in this book i have to warn you might have been given to me to be put out yes. by the powers that be and whether they're true or not i can't determine because it's so sketchy like i, I he's like i just don't know but a lot of what he said has come to i mean he wrote that book in the 90s i mean a lot of that stuff has happened um, did you hear that thing that recording of him uh, in July of 2001. No. About, about he's like, you, you bet your ass there's going to be an attack. There's going to be something coming to the United States. And you watch, you watch who they blame. Look at who they blame. You watch that. They'll blame it on someone like Bin Laden. <laughs> it was, it was pretty incredible. Oh and what, in November of that year, he was dead on his lawn because he shot first when the FBI, I don't know, showed up to play chess or something. Yeah. I mean, well, <laughs> people uh, that happens all the time and they're just labeled as nut job crazy people and to kind of go off what you were saying like why is it so easy you know like maybe they're just identifying who goes in the camps first you know but from another perspective <sighs> back to like the esoteric the occult kind of thing i've questioned this myself you know like why 
is this you know there's like the sheeple and then there's the free thinkers and like why why are we growing why is it so easy and uh you know why are they letting us do this and i've asked people on that we've had on the show before and they said well because they they don't respect the sheeple you know the people who just go along with it they they consider them fodder you know but they respect us you know at least that we know and we're aware you know and maybe we are a it's like a knight you know fighting another knight you know like he might not cut his head off because he's like you fought well you know what i mean like i respect you go on your way and that's one way to look at it but i yeah it's kind of far-fetched you know like wouldn't they just want to like with the with the vaccine right the quote unquote you know i don't there's a code word people use for it so it doesn't get ripped off of youtube or whatever by the algorithms but it's like what why would they give the vac like why would they want the dumb people and stuff to take the vac like the I, hold on, what am I trying to say here? Why would Yo, they kill the people that don't pose a threat? Yeah, exactly. Why, if it's uh, if the vaccine is truly like what we think it might be, like a depopulation kind of thing, why would yeah. they do that to the people who are obedient and going along with it? Yeah. Because like, what, what if the vaccine really does like save everybody and everyone who doesn't take it's fucked? You know, like then they release the real thing and everyone who doesn't have it's is dead. Like and that I'm would dead. make sense, but then and it's I'm like dead. goes back like, to that <laughs> respect thing, like you know, f fuck the, you know, we don't need them. They're dumb. At least y'all are smart enough to know what's going on and we can work with you kind of thing. But I don't, I don't know. Well, That's just my, you know, it's written in there too. What you're saying is kind of been the, the respect thing is, is maybe it's six or 8,000 year old predictive programming, or maybe it's just a, you know, I don't know, but Sumer or maybe it's Babylon. I get them. I get some of the stories and characters confused, but I believe it's the tale of Adapa where it talks about the first man, you know, Adam or Adamu or whatever. And it's the story of Enlil and Enki. Are you familiar mm -hmm. with these characters? Yeah, so, like it kind of goes back to the Anunnaki. Right, yeah. right. You know, yes, yeah. it does. Um, and then you can take that and run with it and towards Jesus and a lot of different things. But the idea of Enki being this character also related to a serpent also revealing our true nature to us in this story and the reason why his quote-unquote brother uh enlil the warring commanding like control freak this totalitarian mm -hmm. metaphor i guess i would say at this point um the problem with us knowing our true nature is that in the text themselves on the cuneiform tablets they translate that this Adamu was more powerful than the Anunnaki, was the most powerful ever created. And now it's talking about it in a singular way, but it's talking about us right. as, as a whole. And I think it's this idea because also in the cuneiform, they allude to the shiny ones, the light beings or whatever. So perhaps this is in a way like traits that relate to a spiritual nature, but also other traits that relate to physical matter because in those stories the anunnaki work was too hard that's why they had to create us in this physical world everything was too difficult <laughs> because they're pussies right i, yeah. I don't know <laughs> it's so convoluted because i've also heard they were great amazing. i heard yeah. they were great beautiful amazing intelligent people maybe not even aliens or anything like that. I, I don't know. The story goes in 17 billion different directions and it's hard to keep track of it all. Yeah. Even... It's almost like, um, you know, we are more 
like, like if we know our true nature, maybe we might destroy ourselves or destroy everything. You know, if we truly realize how powerful or special we are, like it may, and maybe it's like the, the powers that be or they, or whoever, like they're scared that if we come to that realization that we're fucked, you know, it's like that, a bug's life movie where the grasshoppers, like if these ants realize they outnumber us a hundred to one, yes. our whole game is over, you know? Yeah. It's the fear. We have to get them with the fear, you know. Um, it's put everywhere, you know. Movies telling us, TV telling us, video games telling video us. Games. We haven't even gotten into video games yet, but I know we wanted to. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. So, hey, can you tell me about that game you were, you were telling me about, Earth Earth 2? Dude. I, I've never heard of it. All right. So, I'll give you, like, a very brief overview, but I recommend people go check out um, Big Fry TV on YouTube and, and watch some of his videos because he's exposing what he does often on his channel, which is exposing um, uh, game devs that are in it to make a quick buck and put out absolute garbage early access games on Steam. And, right. you know, yeah. after six months, eight months, you know, they bait and switch. Uh, they And he is very good at going through some of these games and going, oh, look all these assets are just flipped from other games or this, you know, he really picks them apart. Sometimes this earth two thing that he picks apart is very interesting in my opinion, because it alludes to much bigger things in our realm, in our community. So it's almost like this weird colliding of video games and conspiracy theory for me, because earth two is this new game that he's completely convinced is a fraud. And he's spoken to devs from that game and everything. It's very heated. It's very YouTube, you know? Yeah. YouTube drama kind of yeah, thing. It's very video game craziness, but his channel's great. I like, you know, he does a lot of good stuff, but, um, it's this game that's going to completely digitally mimic earth in real time procedurally as you go through this whole video game. And it's a video game where you can literally do anything as in it's second life, basically. Right. 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 But it's the second life that every video game person that has loved video games has probably always thought about like, wouldn't that be, the best you know and then you could do it with vr oh my god that would be the greatest well i'm looking at this whole story and i'm like okay this technology is insane they're not going to be able to put it out and not because the technology is not there it's be like big fry goes into like a lot of the economic reasons why it would be ridiculous to do so for video games specifically for video game players even though as big as the industry as it is these other reasons just completely hold it back hardware for instance the idea that we all have like rtx 3080s in our in our rigs you know what i mean yeah that we're going to be able to handle all that it's ridiculous so he goes into a lot of that why it would be completely unfeasible that they're going to put out some fake bullshit regurgitated version of what they're claiming but it's not going to be anything to what it is what creeps me out is when you think about this idea that they can do this technology while people like Allison McDowell, if you're familiar with her, she's a researcher from Philadelphia and she goes into a lot of the nanotechnology and the graphene that's going into, I believe it's in the vaccines or something. I've heard a lot about graphene. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so you, and she talks a lot about um, digital twins and, this internet of things 
mm-hmm. and how basically everything is going to be digitized to the point of like your heart rate, uh, your personality, the things you like, the places you go, there's going to be this digital mirror to everything. And to, and to me, when you see some of the footage, it's legit, like really decent, hyper-realistic kind of uh, video game graphics in what they have. They are showing on loop, uh, Big Fry is the only footage that they've ever released for this game in like nine months with so much funding. And it's like two minutes of a, uh, you know, an asset car going in a landscape and that's pretty much it. And some overviews, but that's it. So he's picking up on it as a video game, fraudulent activity where like a front or something else. I'm going towards the front angle where it's, it's more like, it's not just to get money. It's not a scheme. It could be, but even the people that know it's a money scheme don't know that it's a front for this bigger, more important like a DARPA, a DARPA project kind of thing like you they're know they're selling meter by meter squares in this fictional friggin digital earth right now and people fans are buying shit up like crazy the, there's no video game we there's no video game it's not even out yet there's no release date there's no beta there's no alpha there's no early access there's nothing so it's all well, there might be like, an early access but like that a, early access is driving that fucking asset car around so it's and almost like buying like buying your way into the simulation before we enter the simulation. It's in a way. Yeah, it's building that friggin' because we had a we had a guy with the faces a, in the window. Oh god. We had a guy <laughs> on uh Elo who's a, a digital NFT artist, and he cool. kind of like we, we he had a um oh there we go again. <gasps> um, we're, we're, I'll keep talking while I try to figure this out. But basically Elo explained how like in this uh I don't know what the name of the the VR world was, but it was basically like oh, I have it on my laptop. we went to a an art show of his in this VR space, and like he showed, like you could walk around and look at his art, like yeah, a museum, he had like a museum, and people are and up. people are buying like uh, fucking um, you know like acreage and things to like build their digital houses on and things like that, and yeah. like yeah. I can see like why that's cool and appealing, but when does it go too far? You know, when it, like, I guess the first real digital employee was hired, like they needed someone to run this coffee shop in VR, like actually have an employee that paid them real money to like be in the game and serve people coffee. And it's like, OK, when does this stop? You know, Holy when shit, dudes, be- guys, what if this new Matrix that's coming out is like the prequel where it shows humanity willfully getting into the pods? Oh, God, dude, that's There's the thing. New Matrix coming. Oh, yeah, new, as ridiculous as that movie? is. Yeah, literally. I've not heard of And oh, yeah, Trinity's there. Everybody. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, dude, I mean, think like they said, you'll own in 20 you'll, you'll, you'll own yeah, nothing that, and be happy. Gonna... And you'll live in your little pod with your cheeseburger uh, injection IV going right into your your butthole. And, uh, you know, you'd be Wally? feeling good. Yeah, yeah. You took the words out of my mouth. That's exactly <laughs> what I was about to say. My son loves that movie. I love that movie. And I'm just like, oh, shit, look at that, like, old technology that was, like, manageable. And you you would fix it up and get a lot of years out of it was Wally, And then this ghostly, futuristic, hi, Wally. <laughs> like, yeah. she's the future, even though she was portrayed as, like, a good guy, of course. But right. I don't know. I well, see it, the symbolism there. Well, yeah, and, so, like, well, another. And just you don't pay attention to your surroundings anymore. You're stuck in your 
in your simulation. Dude, I fucking, fucking was yeah, texting, walking into work the walk, other day. So you're in this fucking chair, riding around everywhere, and just doing whatever you are on your screen. You don't give a fuck about whoever. Yeah, and those are the people who get robbed all the time because they're not paying attention. But like earlier, like the other day, I was walking into work. And I was text sending a text message and like I fucking hit a low branch on a tree and like fucking fell over, hit my head, knocked my hat off. And I was like, I'm a dumbass, dude. I just <laughs> ran into a tree. Like I know it's there. I walk by it every day. Yeah. Um, but like another video game kind of it's it's a little different than what you were talking about. But yeah, let's stick with video games. <laughs> yeah. Like like Assassin's Creed. Um, okay. When that game first came out, you know, I thought it was just like a medieval assassins game. You know, you're just going around killing people. But then like the so in the game you're like in a simulation basically and then you come out you know and they use your like ancestral dna to like t get the the information from the from history yeah right so and so when you come out of it in the game you're like in the modern day and like you're in this technology and you're like there's people the assassins and the templars are still around fighting over this information right and i didn't realize that playing the game the first time but then recently they released like the six pack like the altai altair you know bundles yeah, I saw like, that. Like black flag and all that so i just finished playing black flag and it's the same thing they're oh, it's like game. they're doing a pirates of the caribbean like a vr kind of like theme park and they need you to go back because you're related to this guy to get the information to tell the story and like yeah. in the experiences yeah but mm -hmm. from and i haven't even finished all the games but like origins and um the odyssey. the odyssey like you're it's like the foundations of society like all of it goes back to like this ancient race before man that left this technology here and i'm like this is so deep for a fucking assassin's game you know where you're just killing people it's like yep. what is this trying to tell us because you hear you know bits and pieces in like modern science now about like your dna remembers things it's like i was talking to that guy last night jeff he's like this bobcat that's supposed to be in the wild, like we're rehabilitating it and it knows how to kill things and it's never been taught, you know, it's like yeah. in its DNA. And I'm like, well, how much of that is in us, you know, yeah. not only as creatures, but even like as humans with consciousness and experiences, like from our ancestors, like, like that whole 23 and me thing, like, what was all that about? You know, it wasn't to was figure out what you are. It was to fucking figure out what'll make you tick. You know what I mean? And it's going to be yeah. like, yeah. ancestors are. it's going to go back to like you, like what you said, like, it'll be tailored to you. Like, as you do something, it'll like an ad. So like, there's the non nefarious part of this. Like, really, they just want to sell you shit, which like, I believe, but I think there's something deeper. You know what I mean? They don't want to just, that's it's the like, problem. It's yeah. the, 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 the front is a completely legitimate business. You know yeah. what I mean? In general, like this front that they're giving be, us. Yeah. My friend, a good friend of mine, Eric Stone, that's been on the show a bunch of times. Um, he he loves this shit. And I kind of do too. Like it's weird. I love technology. And I grew up absolutely loving the idea. Like that movie, The Cell with Jennifer Lopez and Vince Vaughn, D'Onofrio, where like she gets into like the full haptic suit and then gets into like the matrix basically of the other person's mind. Like the idea of some future where you could do that with video games. I love that because it like has no consequence on the real world. It does not right. replace the real world. And I think a lot of people, they're not aware of how much of that is really planned and coming down the pipeline. And they're like, well, we just won't buy into that part of it. It's like, well, a year ago, there was things that are happening now that you acted the same way about. Like, oh, yeah. well, that's not going to happen. Or, well, we'll just stand against that part of it. Yeah. 
it's all the same people. It's all the same machine. It's head in the same direction. And know? it's like, how do we stop this fucking train? Like, do we hop on board and hope Throw we can wrench in the spokes, stop it from within? Or do you try <laughs> to get in front of the train and stop? I mean, like either way, it's going to be hard and you're going to get yeah, fucked, know. you know? And it's sometimes like, it makes uh, me wonder I, if Revel. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, bud. No, <laughs> I was just going to say like. Like he, I mean, he was just joking, throw a wrench in the spokes, but you kind of have to avoid the fucking train while trying to take it down. Like, that's a very accurate. Yeah. It's like, how do you, you can't get on it and you don't want to get in front of it because you're going to get fucked. Yeah. So you have to avoid it while. It's almost like you got to grab the back of it and like dig your heels in like Spider-Man and try to fucking stop the train, you know? And it's like, do you, do I save the bus full of kids or fucking Mary Jane? It's like, what do you, you know, it's, uh, because we're all the own heroes of our own story you know we've you know jordan peterson touts that a lot it's like but we're all in the same story almost with as far as like the world goes and it's like how do you handle it and what do you do so what were you yeah. going to say about revelation oh i don't remember so many things <laughs> i honestly can't remember how i was gonna what what i was gonna say about revelation of the method at that moment it could yeah. come back around sure but uh just to stick with video games if you guys play destiny 2 uh, yeah, I played it because it came out free a few years ago on Xbox. Mm. I played it. I wasn't a fan, but I didn't like play yeah, it either. enough to like figure out what it was about. It's kind of like a Halo style game to me. Little Am bit. I wrong? It was made on by that? Bungie as well. So, I mean, yeah. it, the apple didn't fall far from the tree. I never um, played them, but my college roommate was obsessed with the first one. <laughs> he played all the time. I have a, a very good friend of mine and a Freemason who's obsessed or just love destiny and love destiny too. And what made him more in love with it was all the symbolism in it. And he told me this story about how this guy, Jason Harris was the main writer of the, the whole story. And I think he quit. And then they changed a lot of the key points, like where the character directs his attention to certain things or, you know, away from, they, they at least misdirected if they didn't flat out remove or change because that whole story is definitely talking about like this Rosicrucian stuff, this, this mystic wisdom that's being passed along and hands trading it back and forth and it falling into wrong hands. And it's very interesting how they weave it in there. You know what I mean? So you, you said you, your friend is a Freemason. So does that make you controlled opposition, my friend? Are you, right, are you... right. My grandfather <laughs> was as well. Really? Uh, you know what I mean? And we have people in our community starting podcasts that were former members of, of a cult, you know, uh, yeah, brotherhoods. Yeah, those and guys stuff. are fucking shout it's out. Awesome. To those yeah. guys the are thing the is, yeah, they're awesome. And like for decades, we've read books by former Masons. You know, it's like, and what my friend has taught me is that people don't realize how much is actually available and not secret. It's really like, from what I've heard, it's like the order of the, the order of how you say things and rituals or certain more fraternal things are secret than the actual wisdom. And maybe that was forced on them at one point. Maybe, I don't know. It's weird because like a lot of information that I really hold dear, like this James Shelby character and Michael Hoffman and stuff like these, people talking about this stuff putting it into freemason terms it's hard for me sometimes because yeah. i see a lot of good in freemasonry itself i really do yeah and i and maybe that's just the front but unfortunately it's not because it's the wisdom itself that i've become aware of 
right. that I'm aware that they are involved with. It's like, sorry, it's not evil. It ain't like, yeah, even when you talk about Lucifer, we're talking about metaphors. We're talking about lower energies and some, you know, it depends on who you're talking to, you know? Yeah, from yeah. from uh, people who like, like Freemasons that I've kind of interacted with, like, or the research that I've done, uh, a lot of it was really like, you know, secret building techniques. Like it was almost like a union of actual bricklayers who were like, we're not telling you how we built this building that's not falling down. Like, cause that's like our, like our livelihood. Like we have to be able to do this again. You know what I mean? If you, you're going to run us out of business essentially. And so, but then like they hid certain things in the, in the architecture and things like that, you know, like our founding fathers were Freemasons and I'm sure they actually built things and there's knowledge in the architecture and in the, the, but you're right. It's like the what's behind it, you know, and that kind of like staying with video games. It's like we talked about Halo for just a second. But in Halo, there's the orb like that. Uh, what's I don't even remember, the Oracle, right? Mm, yeah. The, the little orb guy who talks like funny and he's like, oh, we you know, we built this place. We made you. And it's like that's the underlying story. It's not just the humans versus the covenant aliens. It's like they're they're all, both searching for like where they came from, like what the answers are. And it's this ancient builder race that like created everything and you see that in like the alien movies and like prometheus oh, yeah. and i mean that's one of my favorites an, yeah yeah and that's an i wish they had touched on it more like done more with sir ridley scott which is yeah doesn't yeah uh, i love that man i love his work don't like the queen though you know it's like oh what do we do yeah but yeah, it, that, that, that stuff is everywhere and after talking to the occult rejects you know they said this 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 sigil magic is everywhere you just don't know how to look for it and i was like well can you give an example and he goes do you have an iphone and i was like yeah he goes look at the back of it look at the logo it's a bitten apple the knowledge of good and evil it's like what mm -hmm. the fuck and he blew my mind and i i just see it everywhere now in video games in movies in tv and like i big said yellow that, m big yellow m oh mcdonald's the, the arches and that what is shit it? is everywhere that's a sigil right there shit you what it, I mean? what it is what it the sigil is Dude. well no no so you're thinking of uh sigils too uh in one way like they have to be like the consonants of a phrase and thrown together and that is under certain rules that people do do that right but then when when you can when you kind of expand out and you realize that people talk about magic to the extent where sometimes it's as it's as powerful as just repeating affirmations to yourself so i mean all these knickknacks and and robes and some of it it depends on where you are personally maybe you don't need any of that shit you know what i mean it can be yeah. completely cut and dry so when we think about this sigil idea it's any symbol that you are using to promote yourself and push your reality into the collective reality. How much of you can you push into the world at large? And I think that's kind of a message that comes from a lot of this chaos magic where like, like Grant Morrison, who wrote the invisibles, we're talking about the matrix. That's a big inspiration on the Wachowski brothers writing the matrix was mm -hmm. the invisible series all about this hidden world, except in, the invisibles it's much more right on the nose it's all about a hidden world of politicians and evil fucks and all that but yeah. he talks about sigils as like us like we are the sigil you know what i mean we right. put our, push ourselves out there and we've let them do that everywhere and we wear it everywhere 
even uh, I called an occultist out on uh, on Twitter a few months ago, a guy I really like. He uh, he was selling T-shirts with his name at the very top because he's a you know really like a best-selling author, and underneath it it said "My will be done," because that's what he's into. That you know, and that's a famous saying, of course. But he's having his name right above it with that statement, "My will be done." with his name and he's selling it to everybody and i go nice sigil and he kind of he just like he liked it he's like i see you i see you yeah, got me there <laughs> bud yeah well and, and so i was talking about this earlier it's like as much you as much as you think like oh magic is bullshit you know it's not like magic like shooting fucking like lightning bolt lightning bolt you know it's like you don't uh, have you know, a patronus yeah it's like chaos it's like uh you know order out of chaos like creating chaos or will like insert asserting your will it's like even if you think all that's bullshit the people that do it believe in it you know what i mean they believe in the divine powers that of man and, and gods and demons and heaven and hell so like even if you think that's all bullshit it doesn't matter the ones doing it truly believe that kind of stuff and it's like you can either see see it for what it is or just let them do it to you and it's like i'd rather know than not and that kind of goes back to the revelation of method like i'd rather know i'm getting fucked than just like you know <laughs> you know it's like what my dad said you don't just wake up with 12 inches of cock in your ass like slowly <laughs> oh, over time thing. it just is a little bit and a little bit every you know more and more and more until it's you're until you're fucked you know then you're like oh geez i'd rather at least know what's happening so i can get a little bit of lube you know maybe do some stretches yeah. and like all some these metaphors I do. It's, it's the, all the same, you know. It's the, the puzzle again. <laughs> it's the puzzle, yeah. The the cock puzzle, yeah. You, you put the puzzle. There's yeah. a there's a big cock in your window. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's done so slowly, like, and that's what creeps me out because, like, yes, like, there's a lot of amazing research done that proves all these like family lineages and stuff like that with politicians going way 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 back yeah, like aren't all, all the way presidents to the, related yeah and, like you go all the way back to the merovingian kings and blue bloods and you go back to mesopotamia like all the way back to what we have sold to us in our history books the only things that we have sold so i i don't know it's like there's that but is it just is it just that or is part of this real, this idea that maybe, <laughs> let's go way out there. What do you guys think of this idea that physical reality itself, this matrix idea could be kind of legit, maybe not even simulation where it's like some future race programming us, where it's us programming us, where it's, once again, it's consciousness is at the center point. You know what I mean? I, and maybe they know about it. Like, why would they have this plan going like, for so long? Uh, Sorry, go ahead. You're still there? Yes, okay. I'm still here. No, you're yes. good. No, we you froze up on us. So I okay. wasn't sure. Um, I, I can go along with that. It's like uh, we are the universe examining, experiencing itself. You know, like uh, the universe or the consciousness, like we are consciousness Be in in being you know what i mean and it's like mm. you that's like when they say like you know uh reincarnation or past lives or whatever it's like you're just here and you're going round and round and round and round because there's nothing better for like what else can you do kind of thing mm. you know it's 
like you can just be floating around in the ether like as like a orb or a spirit and like whatever and you might like fuck with the people down below but it's like you have to live it and experience it to like understand it you know and maybe yeah. that's why the answer is just right around the corner because you really do know the answers but you're not allowed you, to know it we're the answer i think yeah <laughs> we're the punchline yeah. to the cosmic yeah, and joke it's like, yeah <laughs> that's dude I, and i could that's the thing it could all just you can look at it in like a cynical way but you can also look at it in like a comedic or like a you know like a, oh well you know might as well but if I it just, is I, it is i don't want to <laughs> i don't ever want to take that black pill and just be like full of despair you know it's like no there's always hope there's always you know it's always just around the corner and you know don't chase it like a you know lost puppy but like do something with it. Make the that corner every time you turn the corner, make it worthwhile. You know, yeah. make it mean something to you. And whatever that is in any situation, it's like you have to keep going because once you stop, you're dead. Yeah. You know, once you get there, you're done. So it's just like make it worth it. You know, if you're gonna take the chance or expose yourself or or put something out there, like it's gotta be worth it. And I'm just kind of talking out my ass, you well, know. No, I mean you're no, right. It's like, beautiful. If you're dealt a shit hand, you can't just fucking throw in the cards. You better fucking bluff and win that fucking yeah. pot. You know, yeah, it's like, you got, fuck you it. You got to look go. at the bright side and fucking go for gold, man. Like Kenny yeah. Rogers or not. Kenny? Is that Kenny Rogers? No, oh, fuck. You got to know when to hold him. No one to fold. That's <gasps> that is Kenny. That's got to be Kenny Rogers. Yeah. The gambler. Yeah. He's the gambler. Yeah. And that's a great metaphor for life, too. You got to know when to. But no, no, and you know, I don't know. I'm just fucking. <laughs> no, a lot, you, it's a lot true, of metaphors yeah. tonight. A lot of good ones. Hell though. yeah! Well, because everything's metaphor again. Because all we can ever do is personify that thing right around the corner. We can never name it. I've been, t I've been saying this. Uh, it's just, it's unnameable. So we can only chase after it. But I think that's why we we were talking about like cheesy phrases that are true. Is like it's not about the destination; it's the journey. You know what I mean? You know, the map is not the terror. Well, no, maybe that's something else. I'm just stoned, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's about the journey. You know, that's the destiny. You're not. And Alan Watts always gave a great metaphor for that. He's like, you don't go to a concert or a symphony, he put it, to just hear the ringing of one note and then it's over. It's not about the ending. It's about the whole story. And yeah. maybe that's us. We are the whole story, but we have to experience it individually because it's there's no experience at that level or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, because maybe because maybe at that level, it's just everything. You know, you are everything and everything is you. And if there's no experience, how do you put that in perspective? I guess. I don't know, man. This is I am he and I, you are me and we are all together. Yeah, I kind of wish I was. There's messages in those songs, man. Oh yeah. Oh, dude. Well, one of well, them's hey, man, dead. I, I don't want. <laughs> one of them's dead. I'm dead. Oh, well, I don't want to keep you forever, man. This is. I mean, I could talk to you for fucking hours, but um. Hell yeah, man. man. We could do it again sometime too. I think I we should. I think I we should get have one question for you before we wrap. Yeah, it up. let's hit up with some. Hell closing. yeah, man. Puzz, I haven't heard enough from you tonight. I'm just, we've been hogging the mics. I, I, I'm the quiet one, man. I, I'm sitting here learning and I observe here and there. I told him at the beginning, I was like, I've talked too much today. You got to handle it. And of course, I just fucking yeah, go off. I can't. I, 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 <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, I told him before they're so shut up. There's so much. <laughs> we, we had a uh, legit bat on last week. We did a swap cast with them. Love those. 
and yeah, love those humans. Awesome. They are they the were, most beautiful humans. Love oh, them. Yeah. It was fantastic. But I couldn't get a word in edgewise. Kyle kept just hogging the mic. Pretty sure I have a text from Joe waiting for me right here. <laughs> nice. Anyway, question. Uh, I was on your Instagram uh, today and I saw you were a metalhead. Absolutely. Forever so, and ever. <laughs> who who are your like top bands? Who, who do you love? I would say if I had to name one that most people would know that don't even know metal, I'd have to say all encompassing lamb of God is the best representation for the metal that I cherish and the mentality that comes out of metal music uh, is encapsulated very well in a band like lamb of God. Or if you want to go a little further, maybe white chapel. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I saw Lamb of metal. God live. They opened for Metallica. Um, wow. It was awesome, but they, they didn't finish the set because uh, the guitar player, like the middle of the, one of the solos, because I, I didn't, wasn't familiar with them at the time. He's just fucking shredding, and some guy in the fucking mosh pit throws a beer at him all over his guitar, all over him. He fucking stops playing. The band keeps going, and he just fucking point he's like i'm coming down there you're getting up here i'm kicking your fucking ass and like the band stopped playing and once they stopped the fucking crowd just beat the fuck out of this guy and security <laughs> pulled him out i mean like and then they just like, walked off stage they were pissed yeah. but it was a good show up until that point <laughs> did they do the wall of death oh dude oh it was nuts God. like the whole God. bottom of the it was at the american Airlines center in dallas like the whole th- the stage was very pretty small for how big the arena is yeah and the whole bottom floor was just mosh pit dude i mean people were fucking getting knocked i was up and i could see like people were going fucking down dude like just fucking knocked out that was yeah wall of death is the scariest thing i've ever experienced in a mosh pit just two walls of people oh yeah waiting for like the beat to drop and just running at each other and i still maintain being a part of many of those it's all out of love. Yeah. <laughs> we, oh, yeah. We used to call the mosh pit was church. You know what I mean? It's like because Red Rover, we, Red Rover, send everybody. Always, yeah. We'd always pick each other back up. I mean, a couple fights would break out inevitably. Testosterone's going nuts in there. It was mostly yeah. from people getting bumped into from not wanting to be a part of the mosh pit. And I totally respected that. I think they should all be able to do their thing. Just don't get near us. Because, <laughs> you know. <laughs> We're the one doing spin kicks and shit. So, but, <laughs> but yeah, I found out from a really early age that like metal put me in a category in a lot of people's eyes in like middle school. You know what I mean? Yeah. So at that age, that was kind of my like first red pill. It was like, well, what's going on? Because all that music they listen to that just says the same crap all the time. And it's like John Lennon's argument to Paul McCartney, the silly little love songs, you know, everywhere, you know, stop. Yeah. But like, I think it's just that's that really permeated with with my soul at that time at my young age and I started seeking out those bands that were really speaking to me and maybe that's controlled opposition I don't I don't, I don't think so though I you know where's the line I was in bands we got recognized friends of mine were in much popular bands like on a national scale so what did they suddenly get like taken over by machines or something you know no yeah. I think if if they if People just say that about metal a lot. That's why I just had to reference that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Are you guys metalheads at all? Uh, I enjoy it uh, quite a bit. Um, I'm not, I wouldn't, I probably 
shouldn't consider myself a metalhead because it's like I don't just solely listen to metal, you know, it's few and far. Oh, neither do I. Neither do I. Just to clarify, there's so much beautiful music out there that doesn't involve screaming and crazy yeah. triplets and double blast beats and all that kind of stuff. Sure. <laughs> I was into it for a while. Um, but yeah, it's just I just was never like you know, like I was like a rocker kid in middle school and stuff. But I was more like ACDC, Metallica, things like that. Yeah. But, you know, like I said, I've been to a few metal shows, had, you know, had a good time. I, I like some of it. I just never like stuck with it, you know, Fair uh, but I've always respected the metalheads, you know, because it's like they fucking know good music, too, because it's in oh, the yeah. and the musicians in the in the bands and stuff like because I was a guitar player and oh, I like totally always wanted to fucking learn how to do sweeps and shit. I'm like, holy fuck, that's so impressive. Like, and it's like, oh my god, it's yeah, so impressive. The most musicians ever. Yeah, and they, I think they're underrated, metal. honestly, in my opinion. You well, know? and then they're and then they're mimicked. That's yet again the mimicry because then, like five, ten years later, you hear a riff like on the radio from some like fake mimic metal band like Five Finger Fart Punch or whatever, and they're like, ah, yeah, and it's like all of a sudden there's a guitar riff there, and you're like, well, wait a minute, that's just like a dumbed down, slower version of what Vale Maya did in this song like five years ago. Like, what's going on there? It's all just <laughs> stripped of like these awesome ideas that just come out of that raw spirit. You can connect metal to like, you know, the purest form of art is like super passionate and you know sometimes violent right right so i mean it's 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 got that raw attitude and, it, and they just try to suck it out and use it somewhere else you know what i mean right but we could ramble off into a million different directions here of course sure. so i guess uh, like <laughs> have you ever uh, i went to in philadelphia one time i went to a metal and beer fest and it nice. was absolutely incredible i heard <laughs> that this is probably the I felt like a bad Christian boy because I <laughs> saw mayhem on Easter Sunday. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Blasphemous of it you. It was. I felt horrible about it, but it was an incredible concert, dude. Like, oh, awesome. There were so many good bands. I wish I could remember all of them. There's but a lot. Of At the Gates was incredible. Um, oh, they're be they're amazing musicians. Yeah, dude. I got to see them live there, and oh, my word. it was That was probably my favorite band out of the whole the whole festival but so so andy if uh you know for our audience like if you had to have any parting words like let's say i'll never hear from us or see us ever again which i know is not the case but like what would you leave <laughs> us with you know what i mean like if you were just like you know here here's right. my, my here's my two cents like what would you know just to kind of wrap this all up because we went fucking deep tonight and it's fitting with the deep share and the big dumb like we got a little dumb on our <laughs> end technology and shit and you went it's fucking never been this bad. It has. I'm, yeah. I'm but, and you went there. fucking deep, which I loved. And I, I we could do it for hours. But like if you just had to leave us with a little parting gift, what, what would it be? I know that's don't, hard. Yeah, that's don't really buy the mimicry and continue to seek the truth. I mean, that's just keep digging because it's what we're going to do forever. If, if it's going to make us more aware as time goes on, this isn't uh this isn't a hobby. This is a, an, an awakening for all of us. It really is. And you don't have to look at it in a spiritual way. It can be as human as you want it to be. But this is a wake up call in so many different ways. The past couple of years, this decade, this century, whatever, however big perspective you want to look at it, it's a wake up call and it's been coming and it's yeah. time to answer it. That's what I would say. 
that's and that's beautiful man and um yeah. i want to get some i want after the show or you can message us yeah, or whatever sure. some of these books that you've read that kind of refer to this mimicry because it's still kind of a new concept to me like it's always been in the back of my head but yeah we'll talk off air real quick after this definitely absolutely um before so we before we do that yeah please um give my audience some parting words like what what do you guys think is coming down the pipe do you have do you have hopeful thoughts for the next five ten years do you think we're gonna come out victorious here I mean, yeah. it kind. I I'd like to say yes, but it's like yeah. what we about all night. It's like always just around the corner, you know. But it's yeah. like go go <laughs> at it with a good heart, with good intentions, you know. Uh, and of course, they say the path to hell is paved with good intentions. But don't be afraid, you know. It's like at the end of the day, like fear is the worst thing that you can experience, you know. Whether it's and a, that's a what real, that's what all of this is trying to make you do is be afraid and yeah fear. it's like whether it's a real danger or not the fear is real and uh if you what you know i always say love overcomes fear man and if you can just uh, and i i struggle with this every day man because i deal with people and i'm like fuck you you know but it's like yeah. i just <laughs> i need to come at it with love and i hope others do too because i would want it's like the golden rule like i if i can approach something with love love will come back to me and but i'll, I'll be honest i'm i'm fearful quite often and it's not healthy you know so yeah. so i'm working on it and i hope those listening you're working on it with me and you can help me too. just go out with love because and i say that all the time but it's so hard man it's so hard in this day and age especially <laughs> like us we know so much we see it all and it's hard to have that love there but i think it's so important that's why conversations like this man i've gotten nothing but love from you tonight and yeah. uh like right back at you guys it's been fantastic my so i was great it's gonna get worse before it gets better. Yeah, as hard as, as that is to imagine, because shit's pretty bad right now. Mm -hmm. But like you said, like, don't be an no matter what your beliefs are and what those around you's beliefs are, treat everybody with love, and just don't be an asshole. I love <laughs> yeah, <that. laughs> that's that's the golden rule. That's what Google needs in their fine print don't be an asshole you know yeah. they took the don't be evil thing out years ago so put in don't be an asshole simple yeah, as that bastard just don't be an ass about yeah, it you know that's that's <laughs> the, the biggest i think divider and problem right now is people are just being assholes to each other dude <laughs> show me your papers it, it's a it's a uh, huge problem right now man people are just at each other's throats because of one simple disagreement you know mm -hmm. and they that and they're like oh you're the you're the worst person i can't be friends with you or whatever you know like yeah it, it's, it's going around yeah you need to not be that way and i mean both <laughs> of us are at fault for for you know that that kind of mindset at times and it's something i need to remind myself about like no matter how i'm like man fuck you but like no i i love you and like we can we can find agreement somewhere we don't have to be hateful towards each other so yeah man that was beautiful so obviously the big dumb podcast we can find you where on all the controlled opposition websites just like me yeah, absolutely and uh, <laughs> we're finally at the point now where if you google us or type in the youtube search bar big dumb, we're the first one that pops up now yeah. oh yeah i, I take that's a win baby hell yeah man i agree that yeah it felt great when i was like oh i could google myself and it's not seven pages deep yeah <laughs> And we're, we've adapted the podcasting 2.0 uh, system. So we're on all podcast apps, like all of them. 
Um, and it, I recommend, you know, as much as I love those, you know, five-star reviews on Apple, get a, get a podcasting app that you actually like and enjoy and, and, uh, cause it's better for, for everybody. So I, you know, check us out there, hit us up on social media. We loved as, as much as we hate the platforms, we love the people. Um, we love to talk and take questions and, and we do live stream sometimes and we love having people there. So, uh, and this is a uh, changing and growing show. So come and change and grow with us. And then obviously where can people find you, my man? Awesome. Same thing, man. I'm on all the places, you know, Twitter, even Facebook for some reason. I just don't even bother. I mean, it's just nonsense over there, but Instagram, YouTube, Odyssey, you can find me there, but um, I just, just put out my new website so you can find me at deep, uh, the deepshare.com. Just no podcast because it's more than a podcast. I want to, I want this to branch out eventually into yeah. many different ideas. So we'll see where that takes me. Cool. But it's been awesome talking to you guys. This was a great show. A pleasure, man. Yeah, well, man. everyone who came from the deep share and all the big dummies out there, thank you guys for <laughs> Hell yeah, guys. Everybody have a great night out there. Uh, cheers. Cheers. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Deep Share Podcast. If you want to hear more, then hit that subscribe button. Follow me on all the social places. And remember, think for yourself, but don't always believe what you think. Till next time. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, pacifarian. Enough, I get the point. <laughs> you have meddled with the primal forces of nature. <laughs> and you will atone. What do we know? What do we know? If I know what we know, then I can tell you what we know, and if someone else knows, okay? <laughs> <laughs>